0: When I think of these great hymns of the faith, songs like, Christ Receiveth Sinful Man. And when I read the verses like the fourth stanza, which says, Christ Receiveth Sinful Man, even me, with all my sin. Porch from every spot and stain, heaven with him. I enter in. Sing it over and over again. Christ receiveth sinful men. Make the message clear and plain. Christ receiveth sinful men. This is what John the Baptist was doing in Matthew chapter 3. He was preaching the message of repentance. And many from around the region came and listen to the message. As they listened to the message, many accepted the message, embraced the message, embraced the God of the message, accepted Jesus as their Savior, and were baptized. You know, when great things happen, Satan always wanted to have his part. But there were those who came and wanted to be baptized who did not embrace the message who did not embrace the Savior. And John dealt with that situation. We looked at the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and here I find that they are carrying out the mission of their master. We close with John chapter 8, verse 44, Ye of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father, he will do. He was a mother from the beginning, he abode not in the truth because there was no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh up his own, for he's a liar and the father of lies. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were very religious, but there was no room for repentance. They were carrying out his mission of deception. The book of Revelation, chapter 12, and verse number 9, the Bible says, and the great, dragon was cast out that old serpent called the devil and Satan which deceived the whole world he was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him in chapter 20 of Revelation in verse 2 and he laid hold on the dragon that old serpent which is the devil and Satan and bound him 1000 years Satan is doing no less than deceiving men and women, boys and girls. Many is deceiving by religion. And John was careful to make sure that he didn't give anyone any false hope when they came to him to be baptized. John asked the question, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? They came to, to him to baptize them. But John asked him, what brought you here? Who warned you? to flee from the rat to come. The question is asked, what would cause a snake to flee? They were just called vipers. We are told if the bush catches fire and the snake feels the heat, we are told it would not come out. Now, they came to John to baptize them. Hmm. As far as I am concerned, they wanted to have insurance or spiritual fire insurance <laughs> knowing that they didn't genuinely repent now only true repentance and conversion gives one the assurance of salvation protecting him or her from the wrath to come in Matthew 3 and verse 8 he says bring forth therefore fruit meet for repentance. The person that has truly repented will show their repentance by the fruit they bear. Paul wrote to the Corinthian believers in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. He said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ he is a new creature. All things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. Take some time and listen to how Paul explained it to King Agrippa in Acts chapter 26. And I'll read for you verse 19 and 20. He says, Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision, but showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem and throughout all the coast of Judea and then to the Gentiles that they should repent. And turn to God and do works meet for repentance. I've said already, and I'll say again. Except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Luke also helps us to understand what true repentance does. In Luke chapter number 3, verse 8 to the verse number 14, he says, Bring forth therefore fruits worthy of repentance. And begin not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to be our father, for I say unto that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Every tree therefore which bringeth not forth good fruit is honed down and cast into the fire. And the people ask him saying, what shall we do then? He answered and said unto them, He that had two quotes, let him depart, and part to him that hath none. And he that had meat, let him do likewise. Then came also publicans to be baptized, and he said unto them, Master, what shall we do? And he said unto them, Exact no more that which is appointed you. The soldiers likewise demanded of him, saying, What shall we do? And he said unto them, Do violence to no man, neither accuse any falsely, and be content with your wages. What am I trying to say to you? I'm saying to you that repentance produces walks after turning to God. You see, that's where true Christianity is. A lot of people today, when you witness to them, they would accept that they need to be saved. A lot of people would even pray the prayer. But you know what? From among those people, not all of those people are willing and ready to change their life. They're not willing and ready to give up the bad habits. They're not willing and ready to adopt a new life new life in Christ, which is abundant and free. And Acts chapter 26, verse 20, but showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem and through all the coast of Judea and then to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance. These are the days that people will tell you I give my life to Christ. But when you look for the changed life, when you look for Christ living in that life, you don't see it anymore. Oh, I remember when we were growing up, when one makes a profession of faith, one tries to be very careful the next day. One tries to live that life to bring honor and glory to God. Now, there are those who make a profession of faith and like what? It meant nothing to them. They go and do the very same things that they were doing before they professed Christ. But you know what? True repentance will cause one to turn from their evil works and do works that prove that one has repented. Repentance produces a life seeking to glorify God. When you repent of your sins, you then do everything in your power as you live so that God would be glorified. When people see you, you want people to see the Christ in you, even if they do not see you. Paul wrote to the Romans in chapter 2, verse four 47, he says, I despise as though the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repent. But after thy hardness and impenitent heart, treasure it up unto thyself, wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his deeds. To them who are patient, continuance, and well-doing, seek for glory and honor and immortality eternal those of us who have accepted Jesus Christ as lord and savior our goal should be to glorify our god and all that we do and all that we say we should never be seen as a hindrance to someone else who do not know Christ as savior people should be able to look at us and say boy He has changed. She has changed. God has made a difference in their lives. Have you repented of your sins? If not, I want you to know that God loves you. And he wants to forgive you. But you would have to confess your sin. He said, if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart, God will save you. You can be saved today if you only let him. Father, we love you. We praise you. We lift up your name and we adore you for all that you have done and all that you are doing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. May God bless you. Help me to share this devotion. Who knows? Someone may get the message and God will get hold of their hearts, open their heart, and they may receive Him. God bless you. Have a great day.